Welcome back, guys. It's another episode of Don Tesla Pod. I know it's been a while, but we're back here with our episodes. Me and guests right here for this episode. Uh, first thing first, we didn't talk about this, but JJ Watt on the Cardinals. Your thoughts about that, Gets? Um, did we not talk about this? Okay, yeah, I, th- I was kind of disappointed in the end because, you know, he's got, he's got enough money, he's got enough everything. So the one thing that he's really missing is that championship, right? Mm-hmm. So I was hoping he would go to a team that's Friday has been a busy Friday oh, morning here at CBS sorry, Sports HQ. Cam Newton resigned with the New England Patriots. Sorry. Um, yeah, and I was hoping he would go to a more, like, ready-to-contend team. I don't think the Cardinals are ready. They're in, like, the hardest division in football. So, you yeah. know, I was a little disappointed with that. Yeah, because the – Browns, the Bills, the Packers. Packers. Yeah, those three teams would have I would have all preferred. Bro, they all gave a better offer than the Cardinals. Yeah. I don't know why. And he said that the reason why, because Kyle he was convinced by Kyle Murray and D Hop. So I'm like, okay. And they started like the season six and three and ended up eight and eight. So like I don't really trust the team. So plus that division is so good though. The Rams, the Seahawks, the 49ers. and even the 49ers are going to be better next year. I'm not really convinced of the 49ers to be at this year. A lot, a lot of players are not going to return on the team, and a lot of injuries. It's not the same 2019 49ers. Still, no cakewalk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but honestly, he should have went to the Bills. Bro, that would be perfect. I would have I would have loved him at the Packers. It would have been a good story too. Wisconsin kid comes back home. Yeah. But Dakota Prescott signed a new contract with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, what was I didn't even look it up? But is his name actually short for Dakota? Yes. Oh, that's embarrassing for him. Um. Yeah, the contract was just way too much. It was like four years, one sixty. That's crazy, especially for a guy coming off an injury like that. And you see Tom Brady restructuring his deal, taking team friendly deals so that his team can compete. Meanwhile, the the Mahomes and the Dax are taking as much money as they can get, leaving their teams with little to nothing for anything else. Yeah, that's why I don't understand. Like, I saw like um, I saw like a meme or a TikTok talking like, "Oh, teams are wondering why their teams suck when they're taking like two hundred million contracts every single year." Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't understand why quarterbacks. You're already, you're already making this amount of much money. Why just take team filling deals like Tom Brady? There's a reason why Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls already because he's taking team friendly deals to make sure his team stays good and don't lose the players. Like. Look at Mahomes. You're already seeing the repercussions of his big contract. They had to cut two of their offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. And their offensive line was the problem in the Super Bowl. They couldn't protect from him at all. So watch that come in more next – in the, the next few games. Wasn't in the Super Bowl too, so like – Yeah. Well, I don't understand that part, but Mahomes' contract – and now he restructured his deal too. So like the biggest contract in the NFL has got smaller, so – 
But yeah, but Dak, Mahomes, is, Mahomes is one thing, but Dak's not even in that league. That's why I worry about because when you got quarterbacks like Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen coming up. Oh, yeah, they're like the bar has been raised now. Those guys are going to want huge contracts. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, like one of them uses their brain, like, yo, let's take a team friendly deal. Yeah, maybe Josh Allen. Yeah, I got a feeling it's going to be Josh Allen, but I think Lamar is going to try to take the biggest deal ever. Which is which would be crazy because if I'm the Ravens, I don't know if I want to pay him that much money until I see, like, you know. I'll, I won't pay him that much money until I see improvement in the passing game. Improvement in his passing and maybe a better playoff performance. Even in the Titans' win, he wasn't that good. Yeah. I can also agree with that. He wasn't that good. And I'm a huge Lamar fan, too, so. Yeah. But and then we got multiple re-signs and franchise tag. Cam Newton got re-signed. That was surprising. Really surprising. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been I've said some things about Cam Newton and his noodle arm, but actually I really like him because like he used to be the most fun quarterback. Everybody liked Cam Newton at a point. And um I want him to do well. I just think his arm is so shot that he can't do well, but I'll be rooting for him and the Patriots to do well this season. They got a bunch of dudes coming back, a bunch of cap space, and a good draft position coming up, too. Yeah. Uh, well, no. I I'll, I like Cam Newton back in the day, like, even though he went against my Broncos in the Super Bowl, but, like. But you can't be mad, though, because he lost, and he wasn't even that good. Yeah. You know, like, we also can say that Von Miller ruined Cam Newton, but, like, you know. <laughs> No, Superman and Don Miller's a kryptonite. Like that's what I'm saying right there. But, yeah. but it was. I hope he does good this year. Cause I, I forgot to put this in the agenda because we're later. I'm going to talk about several players that has a make or break year. Like, uh, is a you have to be good or they're going to be a bust. Like, like, and I feel like Cam Newton's one of those players like who has to have a good season to stay in the league. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but. Uh, the Steelers re-signed ben, Big Ben to a new contract for 2021. Your thoughts about this? They're never going to win with him. He, he stinks, bro. Um, they're just too sentimental at this point. They didn't want to make a tough decision and move on or anything. So yeah, I'm just going to call like, bro, by week two, they're going to probably start uh, Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins. No, I don't think that'll happen. I think they still have a really good roster. And they won a lot of games with, like, even bad quarterbacks when he's been out. So, I think his quarterback will be fine. His quarterback play will be fine until the playoffs where they're not going to win a game. I I just got feeling like one like one of those young quarterbacks they have as their backups going to start, one, start a game and take over the whole entire team. Because uh, Big Ben, like, he showed in the playoffs, like, in the beginning, like – like, during the 11-0 run, like, he was showing that he was a good quarterback until the season starts slowing down. You can see the problems that he can't run the ball good. But James can't throw it deep. Mm-hmm. He couldn't throw it deep anymore. It was one of the things that got exposed in those late-season losses that they had. Yeah, and then also, when you can't get your passing game done, do you have a terrible running game with James Conner, too? So, like, that's yeah. I would feel this need to prove on, like, James Conner needs – oh, that's another play I was going to talk about, having a make-or-break season, James Conner. 
who has to have a good season or he's a bust. Like in my eyes, like not not bust, like you know what I mean. But like, yeah, he has to have a good season this year. But and then we all know that Juju's coming back. That's for sure. That's for sure. Juju's coming back. I say I'm not that I'm not that sure about Juju coming back. Yeah, I'm not that sure about Juju coming back either. But they do still have good wide receivers with Clay, Chase Claypool, James Washington Jr., and Deontay Johnson. So again, I'd like to see Juju go to the Packers. Just like I said, I'd like to see JJ Watt go to the Packers. I'd like to see Juju go to the Packers. Mm-hmm. You know what I have a problem with? Like Allen Robinson getting franchise tagged by the Bears. Like you never got a chance to leave the Bears. Yeah, I think the franchise tag is is somewhat fair, though, you know. I feel like they should, like, go to, like, what the NBA does with restricted free agent. So, like, they at least have a chance to get a contract instead of getting franchise tag for one year and not getting their money. Franchise tag is a good amount of money, though. But, uh, like, just, just for one year, though. So, no security. That's the thing. So, if you get hurt, you might be in trouble. But I think it gives, like, these smaller teams, not that, not that the Bears are a small team, but, like, a chance to hold on to their players, you know. Yeah. I feel like franchise tag is like like you see like what happened with Dak, like they could have re-signed Dak last year. And that they should have re-signed Dak last year in my opinion. Yeah, but the franchise tag isn't all that oh, also some of those quarterbacks as you meant mentioned, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Baker Mayfield. Let's watch some of them get franchise tagged. Um the franchise tag isn't even that bad though, because you know, the guy the quarterbacks that have been franchise tagged usually come out winning, you know, because uh, Dak franchise tagged per year gets this big contract now. Kirk Cousins, I think, was franchise tagged all three years that you can franchise tag someone, and then he got to get a big deal. And it was something like he ended up making the most money out of any quarterback in the league in the last six years. Yeah, but I just I feel like they should just do like a restricted free agent. That's the more efficient way for my in my eyes because you see players getting mad about getting franchise tag when they actually want to see what they're worth on the on the market. Like Alan Robinson yeah. was talking about, oh, I was pissed when I heard that I got franchise tag. I thought I was gonna be worth something on the market because I doesn't he doesn't want to stay on the Bears. That's the thing. And who won? Because like there's like stash right now. Like, with him, but to get the most targets, like he only has like five drops, and that's like second in the league right now. So, yeah, and, and a good amount of the balls thrown to him are just uncatchable. <laughs> he still catches it, and that's the thing. So, like, yeah, but and then the Broncos are currently trying to restructure a deal, restructure. Of almost contract because they want Von Miller back. So, and they're trying to and they, Von Miller's contract. Huh? They're trying to restructure Von Miller's contract. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Broncos also franchise tag Justin Simmons. Yeah, good moves. Good moves. Working on to make uh, getting him a contract extension right now. So. I don't know when that's going to happen. I think it's going to happen right after we restructure Von Miller's contract. And if we do a big deal like getting uh, Deshaun Watson or something like that. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've been seeing play- a lot of players on the team saying, like, 
oh, man, I feel like Drew Locke is going to have a breakout year this year. He feels so motivated, but I'm not sure about that. But because, like, I had a lot of faith in last year, and then this went. It's definitely a make-or-break season for him. Yeah, I I don't mind getting Deshaun Watson, but I don't mind keeping Drew Locke, so – because it's only his third season, too, so – I like him with getting his third season, and he played half his first season too. So went five and one as a starter. So maybe he shows some improvement too. So yeah. Hmm. Man, you're, you're a tired boy. Is there any resign? French? Oh yeah, Kenny Galway is going to free agency. Uh, Aaron Jones is going to free agency. So all right. Excited to see where they go. I hope Kenny Galloway goes to like the team like the Ravens to help out Lamar a lot. That'd be good because Lamar does not have a true number one wide receiver. Yeah, and I think um, well, first of all, I think that thing about Lamar's wide receivers dropping passes is just so overplayed. They drop the passes because they don't even come in spiraling. They come in floating like a potato, you know. Um, but, uh, sure. What, why not give him another receiver? But I don't know what receiver is like dying to play under Lamar Jackson. And, um, who was the other guy you said? Aaron Jones, smart move by the Packers. I don't think they need to re-sign a running back, especially when they have Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon right behind them. Spend that money on a juju. Mm-hmm. Like, my opinion, I feel like Aaron Jones is not that type of running back you need to resign because running back is uh, so few running backs that I would resign. Mm-hmm. Like, like even like with the Broncos, like Phil Lindsay and Melvin Gordon, like we don't need both running backs on the team. But I don't know why we even signed Melvin Gordon. That's my that's my problem with it. But now we have to now we're waiting to see if we're gonna resign a franchise tag Phil Lindsay. So. Like, the whole entire Denver organization wants Phil Lindsay back, but I'm not sure what the Broncos are thinking of because he's a hometown team, t- hometown player too, so undrafted from Denver. Mm-hmm. See him go, but – and then I feel like Aaron Jones is going to go to a team like the Bills or Dolphins. That would be a good fit because those both teams do need a running back. Bills for sure, they need a running back. That would be a nice fit. Andy's used to playing in cold weather. That could work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly, that'd be a good fit because, like, the best running back is like Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. So, yeah. And then we go to the Dolphins, who really need a running back last year, where their best running back being Matt Breida. So, who's fast, but uh, I feel like Aaron Jones would be a good fit for those two teams. I'm probably getting another team. But what's next? We already talked about the Chiefs dropping the O line. Uh, okay, who's your top QBs in the upcoming draft gets? Like, I'm pretty sure like there's seven QB. Well, there's probably more than seven, but the more important ones. Uh, should I give an order? Um, yeah. so let's go. Number one, Trevor Lawrence. Everybody's got to have him number one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Mac Jones. Give me Mac Jones. Uh, I think 
you know what I was thinking about this weekend? So I've always been a Mac Jones guy, but I was thinking, like, why is everybody downplaying Mac Jones when Tua, the year before, was, like, the most hyped prospect coming out of Alabama, same situation where, like, your wide receivers are open very often. And then, and then Mac Jones, you know, after Henry Ruggs goes to the league and they might have lost another wide receiver to the league that year too, Mac Jones has an insane season um and he and everything gets taken away from him it's like oh he's got great wide receivers like that's so easy it's like no he has a great pocket presence he throws a great ball throws a great spiral very catchable so i like him a lot uh i think he's smart up here too which is very important for a quarterback as well so then third give me zach wilson there's a lot of zach wilson hype um going around um you know what? I could switch with Justin Fields here, but, you know, everyone's hyping up Zach Wilson. People are saying, like, ridiculous things about him now. Some people rate him higher than Trevor Lawrence, which I don't see, but because, you know, kind of like in the big games that they had this season, I don't think he performed that well. Like, when they lost to Coastal and – yeah, that is true. So, but, um, yeah, and, and then I guess tied for third, give me Justin Fields. You know, I, I I do value quarterbacks who have played in, like, big games. I think that's important uh, to, like, have learned that in college. Um, like, you know, playing in front of huge audiences and with the spotlight on you. And he's been in a lot of big games in his career, and he's really performed. Like, that game versus Clemson. Man, that was good. Yeah. <sighs> I do, but, you know, you might be saying, where's Trey Lance? I don't rate Trey Lance at all. I'm done with quarterbacks out of North Dakota State. Like, they play cupcakes. They they just play a bunch of cupcakes, bro. And, um, you know, I don't like him at all. Really? Because, oh, in my opinion, so this is my ranking. Okay, I have Trevor Lawrence, one. Mac Jones, two. I also believe Mac Jones is going to be a great quarterback. I got to you, Manny. Yeah. I got to you, baby. I've been hearing all the news, like hearing all all the Alabama wide receivers, like, oh, I right, have Mac Jones and Tua. I got to hear from Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy from them because they both play with Tua and Mac Jones. But because I don't really trust, I only trust uh, Devontae Smith and Jalen Wilder because, like, they mostly – Two of them never passed the ball to them because they weren't starting. So yeah, but they didn't play. They didn't play with this year's Mac Jones. But I wonder what those guys would say too. Henry Ruggs and and Jerry Judy. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but those guys left, and that was never a knock on Tua. Nobody ever said like, "Oh, you think Tua is going to be good? Well, what about these amazing wide receivers he has?" That was never a knock on Tua. Tua was seen as like the most special prospect, even though he's like undersized and everything. Mac Jones, on the other hand. His 4,000 yards this season get taken away because he has good wide receivers. Honestly, if he never won that national championship, he won't be considering him as this good. That's my opinion. Who, Mac Jones? No. Uh, Tua, Tua in his freshman year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. After his freshman year, like nothing. The really hype pain is ridiculous, bro. Yeah, but – and then uh, Mac Jones and then – Man, go for it. I'm going to have Trey Lance and Zach Wilson tie a third and fourth Justin Fields. 
I got going to Lance is going to be a surprise for a lot of people because, you know, we went undefeated as a starter. Uh, yeah, but so does everybody at North Dakota State. I feel like Carson Wentz did that too, or maybe he lost one game. Yeah, but I got like I just got like people all say he's better than Carson Wentz when he was in college. So like, you know. Yeah, a good thing that I hear about North Dakota State at least is is that they do require their quarterbacks to like learn a lot of like NFL type defense defenses and stuff that comes at them and they set their own protections and stuff and they require them to do a lot of advanced stuff which is good for him but besides but you know we'll see yeah and then Zach Wilson too like I'm not sure about the hype yet because like I was I believe it was about to put uh, Justin Fields over Zach Wilson like maybe because I haven't watched that much BYU games but like I know how he lost to Coastal Carolina. How he yeah, did. but the ones that you do watch, the ones that were big, mm-hmm. he lost. Like, he didn't perform that well either. And then, like, I have, like, I have so much faith in Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Like, mostly Justin Fields. I can honestly put Justin Fields at third. The three, three, four, five is interchangeable for me. Justin Fields, uh, he proved all the doubters wrong. Like, no one thought uh, Ohio State was going to go to the national championship. Like, and he's the reason why the Ohio State went to the national championship because he wanted the season. He want the Big Ten wasn't going to have their season at all. Yeah, leadership as well in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was trying to get the players together of the Big Ten. Like, yo, we want a season now. Let's try to get it together. And then, boom, went up, got the season going on. Went on, goes to the national championship. Like, didn't win, but he showed that leadership right there. And yeah. Then, and, uh, Justin Fields has played in these big games and played well. Zach Wilson, on the other hand, with him, I just see, like, the raw arm talent, honestly. Like, he's got a great arm. Um, Josh Allen, Mahomes-type arm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel like this is going to be a good – like, we were going to be talking about this draft class for a while, about the QB talent from this draft class. Like, it's, it reminds oh, yeah. me – it's a great, it's a great draft class for 2018-2017 draft class. Those two draft classes with the quarterback. So, because from 2017, besides uh, Mitch we got Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. And 2018, we got Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. I'm going to be getting someone else. Maybe Sam Donald. We're not sure about him quite yet, but. Yeah, and. All everything I'm seeing now is that the Jets love Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. and if you tr- if you start Zach Wilson from day one, he won't succeed either. There, it's just not possible. Zach Wilson is a project in my eyes. Yeah. I see him as a project. I I just don't want the Jets to take a quarterback. Like you need like it's such a waste. It's such a waste. No quarterback is do is going to do well. No first year quarterback is going to do well in this situation that you have here. You can just take something that someone to protect. Draft Panay Sewell or trade down and draft Panay Sewell. He's, he's like a once-in-a-lifetime outside tackle. Trade down, you probably can get a, a second-round pick, too. So, like, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, because trade down to a team that wants a quarterback. Like, I know there's several teams that wants a quarterback. Like, the Hawks, for example. Oh, no, why say Hawks? Falcons. They can – they probably can draft a quarterback so they have him under Matt Ryan. So when Matt Ryan decides to slow down, 
we have a quarterback right there. That's why that would be a great situation for any quarterback to mm-hmm. sit behind Matt Ryan for a year or two. And then you have Calvin really as your number one wide receiver because by the time Holy Jones is going to retire by then, so yeah, it'd be a great situation for any quarterback coming in. But honestly, I like to see Mac Jones on the on the Falcons in my opinion. But yeah, and he's going up draft boards, and you know. Credit to me. I was on the hype board train before he was going up draft boards. So one of my old arguments was like, um, you know, one thing that helps him is where he's going to be drafted. But actually now he's he's projected like maybe like high, like around 10-ish. So, I mean, there's some interesting teams there. I think he'll succeed anywhere, honestly, yeah. as long as he's not picked too early, as long as he doesn't go to the Jets or something. Yeah, but I'm hearing teams like they like teams like Panthers and Broncos. If they're not getting Deshaun Watson, they're gonna probably take Justin Fields. No, the Panthers probably gonna take Justin Fields to Trey Lance, and the Broncos are are not really uh like locked in about taking a quarterback in this draft, taking something else like to help their defense or yeah, to help. Yeah, they're taking something to help their defense for sure. What about O line? You guys need O line. I'm not. I'm not even sure about that. I'm just saying. We got Garrett Bowles. We got Jawan James, but I'm not a huge fan of him. Uh, we got Dalton Reisner. And I think we have a right guard who opted out last year. So I'm pretty okay. sure we have a decent O-line, but, hey, we always can improve on it if there is an O-line ava- available. Yeah. Like, a lot of people is not a huge fan of Jawan James. Like, his contract is too big. Like, if we can just, like, you know, release him and draft up. I think he's a decent player, though. Yeah. I know like, one player that gets me mad, like the dude from Downtown West, like bro, Mohamed Wilkerson. Yeah, he's such a bomb. Like I'm <laughs> walking, he just get blow up like every single play. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, yo, this is the dude who goes to my school. Like, oh my gosh, but oh then I forgot. There's like kids like. Kyle Trask, but like we and Jamie Newman and oh Kyle Trask, oh my God, don't even start, dude. Oh my, uh, where like where my like was like Miami? Oh, uh, where are you like undefeated? Or is it Miami or Florida? Florida. Oh, he's Florida. Okay, they were like a three-loss team in the regular season. They like, had if they had won that last if they had won that SEC championship versus Alabama, maybe they get in, but um. And they were and they they played Alabama close, probably the closest Alabama got played all season. But then in like the Cotton Bowl, Trask was so bad. He threw three picks in like the first half and got benched as a senior. Where's their first loss against like LSU too? Like oh, the loss versus LSU, where somebody threw the shoe. Oh my gosh, that one hurt. Yeah, but what's what are you what are your sleepers in this draft besides the QBs? Hmm, I'm I'm not too sure about that. I have to look. You start with your sleepers. Well, first thing first, I'm not, this is not gonna be a little bias here, but we have the other wide receiver, but the wide receiver I'm thinking of right now is Tyler Wallace. I feel like he's gonna be a sleeper in the second or third round where he gets picked up because you see you see him do what he's doing with uh what he was doing with Oklahoma State because he went through three different quarterbacks because his starting quarterback got injured. Then his second string they benched the second string and started the third string like in like last two seasons. So 
I feel like he could have went to the draft last year and been like a second round pick too. So, but he decided to stay in this year, and he didn't like his draft stock didn't decrease. But there's like other wide receivers that are better than him. But I feel like he's gonna be a major sleeper for a team that like a team that's draft, like a contending team that needs a wide receiver. Like you can say like, oh, if the Packers can pick him up. That'd be nice. But like, I feel like Tyron Walls will be that sleeper. He shows the physicality. He shows the physicality being a physical wide receiver, being like at six two. So like, being that physical at six two, and um, he's pretty he's pretty fast too. So that's why I feel like he's gonna be a sleeper right now. Get to get someone. Yeah, um, I like Terrence Marshall Jr. out of uh, LSU. I think um, you know he's he's got that potential. And uh, who's the other wide receiver that everybody's talking about that right. everybody has kind of as a sleeper? What's that bull's name? Oh, uh, he's like he goes to the Big Ten. Like, was it is it Iowa? No, no. no. Rashawn Bateman. Rashawn Bateman. Yes. That was yeah, so those two guys have good size and good hands. So, you know, uh, and, and they look to be late first round. So they can actually go to competing teams that need like one more wide receiver to put them over the top, which would be a a, a good start for them. Yeah, but. One person I feel like might be a bust if they reach on him is going to be Chuba Hubbard from Oklahoma State. That's saying a lot for me because um, really, you think Chuba Hubbard's going to be a a bust? Yeah, because like this year, like where's he projected to go? A lot of this is where you're projected to go. If he just gets drafted in the first round, he's going to be a bust in my opinion. I think late first round he could be in a good situation. Yeah, but. Like, the way he played this year, like, it just got me mad because he wasn't physical enough because he was talking all this – he was, like, he was all over the news saying, like, you know, what, like, I'm not saying it was wrong, but he was, like, all over the news. We had only ESPN Plus show due to, like, what happened with the coach and him. And then, like, oh, everybody thought, oh, this might be the best Oklahoma State team yet. We started going on hot, even though he wasn't producing good, but we started going hot. And then – Texas came, lost in overtime. Okay, then the Oklahoma game came. You saw what happened like that. It happens every single year. Oklahoma State plays Texas and Oklahoma, and they fall apart every year in my eye. So, I was that was sad this year. I I wanted to see them do well this year. Yeah, but you know basketball, we beat Oklahoma, but still fall. Yeah, but you just lost in the Big Ten champion, uh, the Big Twelve championship. That I uh, couldn't, I couldn't watch the game because I was at work the whole entire time. So oh, I was watching it last night. Uh, it was Texas always kept you guys kind of at like a safe distance. It was always like a ten point lead. I mean, at the end, you know, you, I know K. Cunningham was was starting to pop off in the second half because Connor was texting, yeah. but Avery Anderson, like the time we need him the most, like I think that's the problem. Like people start actually making game plans for Avery Anderson. So yeah, but you guys are gonna be. I mean, now comes the tournament, you know. Uh, Big Ten championship today. Let's go Ohio State, baby. I didn't even see who won the other game, Illinois versus Iowa. I don't care because we're going to beat whoever it is. Michigan lost? Yeah, Michigan lost to Ohio State. Let's go. Let's go. Ohio State's looking good, man. And Oregon State, too, like like, the two OSU teams. You get hot at Oklahoma State, three. So, but only one of them is the, uh, and that's the Ohio State. Okay, but you get hot at the right time, man. Yeah, and but we'll talk, we'll talk about more, more of this more later. Okay, I'm just saying. 
Someone's getting hot at the right time. Okay. And last thing before we don't want to receive this, but last thing before we get to the NBA, who would who would get trapped? Uh, not drafted. Who would get traded first, Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson? Deshaun Watson. Uh, I think it's over. I think I think the Russell Wilson thing is kind of like ridiculous, honestly. If the Seahawks even consider that, you know, um, you know, you're not going to find another quarterback like that. Deshaun Watson, on the other hand, is actively pushing for it. I mean, all Russell Wilson did, he was like, he was like, hey man, I'm not, I'm not happy with how things are going around here. He actually like voiced his opinion for once, and. Uh, they were a little upset, so he his agent came out with a list of teams he would be willing to go to, but he didn't like formally request a trade. Deshaun Watson, on the other hand, is really like wanting to get out, and like he threatened to sit out, right? If he's not if he's not moved, yeah, like he said, yeah, Russell, Russell Wilson wouldn't do that because the co- the coach the coach came up to him like he was like started the coach like convince him to play on the team. The coach he like, went up to the coach like I'm not playing. Yeah, it's crazy. And Russell Wilson, on the other hand, like, if he gets straight out of the NFC West, every team in the NFC West is celebrating. So, like, that's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Like, if, you're, if your opponents would be happy with you trading away Russell Wilson, then don't do it. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I also agree. Deshaun Watson is going to get traded first before Russell Wilson. I don't see Russell Wilson getting traded at all. I feel like he's going to remain his career on Seahawks. If the Seahawks turn him because you see O-line on the move, Orlando Brown. Wants to get traded. There's Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz now open. So, like, those are three O-line players who are available for the Seahawks. The Seahawks just need to go after them. I feel like if Russell Wilson can restructure his contract so his team can actually re-sign these players. Because, remember, they have Jamal Adams as is, is a free agent next year. So, they have to sign Jamal Adams. Or do they? He's just a blitz boy. So, yeah. Like, uh, that's another play I need to see improve. Like, the before giving him a contract, like, oh, are you going to be good or only be good for Blitz? Like, you guys. Yeah, like, let's see you in coverage, man. I, I see him as a Walmart uh, Bam Bam camps in my eyes. In my eyes. Like, he's a wannabe. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't think he can hold, I don't think he can hold anything up to Cam Chancellor. I don't think he's the same he's at a, all. He's a wannabe in my eyes. Like, people like, like Seahawks fans besides my brother are comparing to him as – Bam Bam Cam, I'm like, but like at least Bam, uh, at least Cam Chancellor was good in pass coverage. Yeah, good in coverage, and Jamal Adams doesn't even hit like that. You can't even hit like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, due to the new rules, but like, I feel like Deshaun Watson has a better chance of getting traded because you see teams like 49ers, Broncos, Panthers, Bears all restructuring deals, all trying to release some players so they can get Deshaun Watson. The Bears are trying to give Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson the mo load of offers, but I feel like Deshaun Watson probably doesn't want to be on the Bears because, like, yeah, their offense is not good. Like, like even though they have Allen Robinson, but, like, I can't name one other receiver. I can, I, I can say Cole – yeah, Cole Komet is on the, the tight end. He's pretty good, but – I'm not sure about the rest of the team. They also got David Montgomery and Terry Cohen's, but I mean the 49ers, that'd be a good fit for him with Debo Samuel. George. The best fit would I, I don't understand why this deal hasn't been made already. 
the best deal is with the Miami Dolphins if you can get Tua to the Texans because then at least you can tell your fans like, oh, we got our star of the future. You're still you can that's the only trade where you can kind of say that you had like a semblance of winning when you're trading away Deshaun Watson. Tua yeah, getting back your first round pick at number three plus two first round picks in the future, maybe mm-hmm. that would that works, right? Yeah. But I got a feeling that the Dolphins do not like the Dolphins uh, don't want to give up Tua because they feel like he's still going to be good for them. So that's why probably the deal have not happened yet. Uh, that's such a joke. Deshaun Watson is way better right now than Tua even has the potential to be. Um, best fits for him. Best fits probably Dolphins. Then uh, I have Broncos and Panthers tie for second. I feel like both teams can either be good deals. But every single uh, trade offer I see that involves with the Panthers say they have to give up Christian McCaffrey. I'm like, why would they give up Christian McCaffrey in my eyes? Yeah, that's that's such a joke. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. So, yeah. But I think that I think the Texans honestly don't want to do business with the Dolphins because the Dolphins hosed them last time that they did business. Right. What was like the Laramie Tunsil? Laramie Tunsil, and they got the first round third pick down. Shit. Yeah, I feel like, you know, well, y'all can blame Bill O'Brien for that, but. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the worst GM in history. Know how like, 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 so think about the D Hop trade. They got no first round picks back. You know, they got a third round and a second round back. No, not even a second round. It was only a third round. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember second rounds. What were we talking about though? How did we get to this? Deshaun Watson or Russell? Oh, yeah, okay, that's not that far off track then. Yeah. But let's go over to the NBA post-All-Star game. Let's talk about the dunk contest first. Is the dunk contest dead? Yes. That was the worst dunk contest I've ever seen. The worst. Hey, you didn't like Anthony Simmons going, kissing the rim, dunking? You're like, what? Guys at our local gym could do that, man. He, he, okay, maybe not that high, but still, like, it just, like you didn't see that. Which one? Like the one with the basketball, like that was held at twelve feet. Yeah, that was twelve feet. Even that was like a straight up dunk, man. That's not what we want to see. Someone who's six three doing that. I feel like I'm I'm not too impressed by that. It just doesn't look as impressive, you know. Yeah, like you see players like Zion opting out, like bro, like. The one that, like, we haven't had a good dunk contest since, like, Zach like, Levine and Aaron Gordon. Well, we also could say Donald Mitchell versus Victor Oladipo, too. When was that? That was 2018 when Donald Mitchell was a rookie. Yeah, but yeah, those guys, those guys are cool dunkers. They do high flying dunks and stuff. Cassius Stanley's first dunk actually got me hype. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. And he got a 44, and I was like, what? There's no way that those other two dunks were better in that round. I feel like Cassius Stanley was robbing the first round, but – and people say Obi Toppins was robbing the last round, but, like, he missed the dunk. So. Going, going first isn't – going first isn't good, honestly, because 
the judges are trying to – with the first dunk, they're always trying to prove that they're not going to give out straight 50s this year. <clears throat> they didn't give a 50 at all. That's the first dunk contest in a while they didn't give out a 50. I didn't realize that. The last year dunk contest actually keep out, kept me on my feet. But even though it wasn't big names, like, like bro, why can we see a dunk oh, yeah. Last year's dunk contest was good. They have to find some sort of way to get big names to do this. Like, you got Steph Curry in the three-point contest. Everybody loves to see that. But I went, like, Zion in the dunk contest. I went – I mean, Zach Levine kind of – he doesn't want to be the dunk contest guy. Everybody knows him as the dunk contest guy. He doesn't want to be that anymore. But, like, a guy like that. Like, and I can see why Aaron Gordon doesn't want to be in the dunk contest because he's been, like, five dunk contests. One year he was injured, so he got replaced by Donovan Mitchell. Lost in 2018 to Glenn Robinson III and Derrick Jones Jr. And lost again to Derrick Jones Jr. And lost again to Zach, Zach Levine. So, like, and then. Yeah, maybe they should put more money on it because literally these guys that were doing it, Cassius Stanley is on a two-way deal. I don't want to see a two-way deal guy doing the dunk contest. Obi Toppins was, like, the best one. And even he's a rookie, not rookie of the year even. Actually, I think Anthony Sim is, like, People know Anthony Simmons more than Obi Toppins because Anthony Simmons is like the sixth man for the Blazers, who's actually having, who's actually helped the Blazers out a lot. Because like when when Dame's out, Anthony Simmons is like dropping. Uh, well, I feel I feel like people know Obi Toppin because you know he had the college hype and he's yeah. in the bigger market. I don't know why I I can talk about this later, but Obi Toppins, like I don't know why they drafted Obi Toppins. I was like, don't draft Obi Toppins. Julius Randle is still is going to be good, and then look what look what happened. That's why I didn't really want Obi Toppins to inject to the Knicks. Like, unless they put him at small four or something, but we don't, like, the Knicks are just obsessed with having power fours on the team. But, <laughs> and then we'll talk about Knicks again next soon because, like, you know, I got a lot of things to say about the Knicks. Uh, might be my new favorite, but besides the Thunder, but, like, my new favorite team out there, you yeah, know. Yeah, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. And then the All Star game, bro. I knew it was gonna. I knew it was gonna be the blowout because Team LeBron was already overpowered by drafting, and then knowing that Katie won't play, and then Ben Simmons and Joel was out. All right, bro. It was over by then. Like the whole entire. I only watched the first two quarters and the fourth quarter. I didn't watch the whole entire third quarter because I knew Team LeBron was gonna win regardless. Yeah. Watching the fourth quarter, I see them shooting half court shots after half court shots. I'm thinking they should put a four point line. Like I'm, I was, I'm not a huge fan of the four point line in the NBA, but I see it in the All Star game. In the All Star game, that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of it at all in like the actual NBA. That's like a joke. Yeah, because like four point, that's the whole entire game changer right there. That's just a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel bad for Team KD's charity. Mm-hmm. They must have been watching. Like, man, you guys stink. Lost in the draft, like they're like, "What are you doing, Curry? Irving with the first pick, not Stephen Curry." Because LeBron was not going to draft Steph Curry Irving with the third pick with his second pick, so he could. Uh, Kyrie Irving's been disrespecting LeBron. He can't. He can't. He can't draft him, bro. Kyrie Irving needs to remember who made him. Mm-hmm. That's LeBron. He needs to be more respectful to his elders. Mm-hmm. Who got him that first ring? Like you know, his only play? ring, dude. Yeah, like, like I know you hit the shot, but like, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for the block, Facts. block came before the shot. Like block the block. That's what we call it. 
But and then he another one he said another one he said, yo, I actually could I actually have a teammate that can actually hit that game winning shot for the first time in my career. And then I'm like like he played with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, uh LeBron James, like those players. But now I'm like and then you see the game against the Wizards, like the first game against the Wizards versus Nets, K D and Kyrie both missed the game winning shots. Like Yeah. You think what I think is – you know what I think is, like, really helps LeBron's legacy, honestly? Mm-hmm. Remember when everyone was calling that Cavs team a super team? Mm-hmm. Look at Kyrie and Kevin Love now. Like, they're lost, dude. Kyrie's been bouncing around from team to team, not really helping his team. He's had a little bit of a resurgence now with mm-hmm. Kevin and Harden. But still, like, he's not the guy on that team. He's literally number three on that team. Yeah. Kevin Love, I don't even know what he's doing anymore. So that just – you know, you can't call that a super team. That was not a super team. He was, was supposed to get traded. Like, Kevin Love was supposed to get traded, like, three years ago. Like, I've been hearing his name on the trade deadline for, like, past three or four years. Like, I'm pretty sure his contract's coming up soon. That's how long it has been. I just feel bad for him, too, because, like, ever since, like, he had a hand injury when, when Kyrie Irving left, like, he hasn't been the same. So, but, uh, but, we're getting so off track right now, but you know, we already talked about the All-Star game, but Blake Griffin on the Brooklyn Nets, your thoughts on this? Yeah, you know, it's 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 another big name, but he's a little washed, right? He's not the same Blake Griffin. Uh, but what I will say is KD really likes a stacked deck, man. I don't give any respect to Kevin Durant if he wins this ring. Like, he, what's he trying to prove? He left he left the Warriors, and he's like, okay, I'm trying to prove that I can win a ring by myself. Let me just get everybody on my team, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Blake Griffin. Like, you're not proving anything to me, KD. I still don't count this if you win. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like KD's still butthurt by the 2012 finals when he lost to LeBron. Like, that's just probably still playing on a replay in his mind, too. I know that's still playing in my, a replay in my mind because that's when the – let it start slowing, falling apart. So, but. And he jumped ship. Like, on, like, all the teams that he left were all good. Like, we're all, like, a one win away from being the, th- like, one, like, him on the Thunder. Literally, a win away. If, you know, you guys could, like, in game six against the, against the Warriors. Uh, that's, that still plays, uh, that's still a replay in my mind. Uh, game six in the in, in 2012 invite finals still haunts me in my dreams still to this day. So then I remember on like July 4th, 2016, when he leaves the leaves the Thunder for the Warriors, the biggest snake move. And then he wins two. I still didn't respect him. And then he's like, oh man, you don't respect me? I'm going to the Nets. And then I'm like, okay, if you go to the Nets and you win, I respect you then. Okay, him and Kyrie. And like have a solid like, squad. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. I'm fine with that. You can have Kyrie. You can have teammates. I allow that. And like, that's why I'm like, uh, like, like, and then I'm like, uh, maybe they need James Harden. Kyrie Irving wasn't having like a good start. We don't know when Kyrie Irving's coming back. Kyrie come, Irving comes back and see how. And like the team doesn't win a lot of games because lost to like the Cavs like three times. And I'm like, okay, maybe this might be fair. And then they add Blake Griffin. And then we don't know the ground. I feel like they're going to add one more player, but I feel like this is a team. 
that's going to lose in the first round to a team that does not, does not deserve to be in the playoffs. Yeah, I just, this reminds me of the 2002 – no, not 2002. 2003 versus, and 2003 and 2004 Lakers when you got Carl Malone yeah. and Gary Payton. Or also reminds me of the Dwight Howard Lakers. Like, it just reminds me of those super teams that tried so hard, but all those ring chasers try to get a ring in their last, like, final careers and don't succeed at all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're going to lose and the team's going to fall apart. What KD and Kyrie's being – oh, what KD oh, – I feel like Kyrie's going to be the only one left on that team, but – I feel like someone's going to get injured, like KD. KD's probably going to get injured. I just don't see them making it, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody always forget that KD's a pretty injury prone. The reason why I thought they didn't win a lot of championships because he was always injured. Him and Russ was always injured. That's why they never won, won together. So, that's my thoughts about Nets. Uh, like, I don't have a huge faith in Brooklyn Nets. Like, had a little when they had KD with just Kyrie and KD, but when they add James Harden, who in theory doesn't really work out in the playoffs, uh, uh, James Harden doesn't really work out in the playoffs, so I'm like, oh, he's gonna fall apart in the playoffs. And like, we can all you also can say that our call argument, like, oh, KD, like, oh, I can't even say the argument because it's stupid saying that, but. Harden doesn't really work out in the playoffs. Blake Griffin don't really work out in the playoffs. He always jokes in the playoffs. You see the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Like, I know that Los Angeles Clippers versus the Houston Rockets. Those are two teams that that always choke. James Harden didn't have a good game against the Clippers, and they still won in seven against the Clippers. It was like uh, his teammate. Uh, I forgot his name, but I think it was someone. I think was it like Josh? Uh, Oh my god, he was he was like good for like three seasons, but what was he a uh, power forward or yeah, power forward. Josh Smith? Yeah, Josh Smith. It was Josh Smith having a one like everybody thought he was gonna be good because he had that one game and then, you know. Cause he was good for the Hawks and he went to the Rockets to have a bad season and had that one playoff game. Mm-hmm. And then and then the NBA finals against the Warriors, he just fell apart. In NBA conference round, he fell apart in the Warriors the first time he played the Warriors. I feel like if the Clippers were to play the Warriors, the Clippers were one and play LeBron in my eyes because the Clippers was that kind of team. And LeBron would have another ring. Mm-hmm. You know, because he could, he probably could have beat that team without Kate, uh, Kyrie and Kevin Love. Like they probably, uh, uh, we're getting so off track. Uh, uh, reel it back in, reel it back in. Yeah, but uh, this. I'm saying I just don't trust the Brooklyn Nets. I'll say this here again, again. Like this probably will, this probably will look bad in the future when we're looking back when you know we see the Brooklyn Nets in the finals. Like, no, I'm with you, Manny. I put my career on it. The Brooklyn Nets will not make the finals. Mm-hmm. I just see them losing to a team like the New York Knicks, and I'll tell you guys why later on. But who will get traded before the trade line gets? Who do you think? Just by like Andre Drum, John Collins, like Jeremy Grant, Um, I don't know. Uh, I I really listen to these trade rumors like locally, like what the Sixers are gonna do, and I don't hear any big names popping up. I just hear like, oh, we need one more shooter, or we need two more, sh- just decent shooters. Uh, 
as for the big names, like the Dramans who are on the trade block, they've been looking for like a trade for months, right? Mm-hmm. And they haven't found anything. So I heard heard they're probably trying to do a buyout. Now if I if I was on I don't know why he decided to go back. Because he had a chance of going money, to that money. He was not gonna get that amount of money at any other team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's uh and now they don't need him because they got Jerry Allen. So they just realized, oh, we don't really need him. We have Jerry Allen. So let's try to get let's try get get rid of him real quick. Cause I like Jerry Allen has the potential of being better than Andre Drummond in my eyes, but Yeah, for sure. And then I heard teams like the Lakers are looking for him. Team like the Clippers. Uh team that needs a big man. So you can also hear like the the Boston Celtics, but I heard the Boston Celtics are also looking for Trist, not Tristan Thompson. They have Tristan Thompson. Nikola Vucevic and Jeremy Grant looking to trade for those two players. I'm like, who are you guys going to trade away? And well, they have a lot of guys. And well, it just depends. Well, they're not going to trade away Marcus Smart. Like, if they trade away Marcus Smart, no, you can't trade away Marcus Smart. That's like their like actually. That's he's he's like their leader. When he's not there, it's just a completely different team. Like. I don't know what happened to Kimball Walker this year. It seemed like Kimball Walker fell off the earth or something. Uh, now, like, now, like, see, now you see the Hornets doing good. You were great trade, uh, giving up on Terry's year. I was surprised they gave up on Terry's year. In my eyes, they should, like, he's kept him around, but. Yeah, the Celtics, the Celtics are actually a big man away. Like, they're, you're not going to start Daniel Tice to the finals. Like, you need a big man. And like, oh, they got Tristan Thompson, but Tristan Thompson's late, six eight. <laughs> yeah. Sixers starting point guard is taller than him. Like, that's where you know there's a problem. Like, right there. When Ben Simmons can play sitting for the Boston Celtics, that's a problem in my eyes. So, like, get someone who's above six ten. Like, okay, we can talk because you got you got the Joels in the world. You got the like. And that division, you got Joel and B, you got Mitchell Robson, you got DeAndre Jordan right there. Yeah, and Ben Simmons would actually be a nasty center. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they can get Nikhil Vucevic, that would be a good pickup for them. Because I feel like Andre Jones won't be a good pickup, of course, going against LeBron. Oh, not LeBron. Uh, Joel and B. Because you know how Andre Jones, Joel and B. Joel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joel always gets the best of them. Always wins. Yeah. Speaking of Joel. Oh, speaking of Joel. Injured for two weeks. Yeah, remember when I was saying this thing, like, in the MVP race, I didn't think Joel was going to play enough games in the end to win. These are the kind of things I'm talking about. Someone of his size just does not make it through an NBA season without missing, you know, a portion of games. So now – the, the door's wide open for LeBron to win because LeBron's going to play every game this season. Yeah. No, second half LeBron's the best LeBron ever. Like, you see last year, like, no, he wasn't really in the MVP race. and Watch him get ready for playoff mode. Playoff mode LeBron's the scariest thing ever. Like, Ooh. playoff mode LeBron made me, like, because before 2018, like, I only had, like, LeBron's the greatest player of all time. Then 2018 happened. I'm like – you know, this dude's the greatest player of all time. Like, who's Michael Jordan? Like, who's doing that with that team? Like, with that team, like, I don't see Michael Jordan doing that against the – Those are the kind of teams where Michael Jordan got knocked out in the first round. 
But like uh, Joel and me getting injured, like I know it's not a serious injury because I had the same injury before too, so it wasn't really serious. I play a game on with that injury. It's on. more serious when you're seven foot two, though. Yeah, that's true. But hope it's lucky that he's not. Everyone was saying like a torn ACL. Yeah, it looked bad. Yeah, it looked bad. I know it hurts bad. Like, oh. Yeah. It happened to me. Someone ran into my knee during practice, and then, and then like my two like my two bones like pinch my muscle, and that's how like that's my wedge right there when you bruise your MCL. I yeah yeah. So, so hurts like hell or like that, but. Yeah, so it'll probably be around two weeks for him to come back. But, you know, how many games you missed in that time period? Six? Mm-hmm. Like something like that? I only, I only rush it. Like, let him, like, heal up a little bit. Like, True. I feel like if he sits out, like, six or ten like six or ten games, he'd probably still be in the MVP race. So. Ah, that's a lot of games to miss in the 72-game season. But. Yeah, we got that 72-game season. And that's the reason why he got robbed of uh, rookie of the year. He's been like 33 games. Yeah. Yeah, but remember at one point we thought uh, Dario Sarge was going to win rookie of the year. He was going to be the future for the Sixers. Was he nominated in the same year as Joel? Yeah, it was people like people had Dario Sarge winning over Malcolm Brodman. Yeah, that was such a weird one because, like, Joel, like, put together, like, the best work, but, like, he only did it in 38 games. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Dario Saric. I mean, the, the other two were just decent, but they played all the games. Yeah. And then everybody was like, Malcolm Brogdon, a second rounder? Really? And then he turns out to be good, actually. And Dario Saric is kind of like, you know, that's a solid starter at best. So, Yeah. I like to see, I would like to see Darius Sarge back on the Sixers. Him and Robert Covington, I miss those days so much because I just miss the 2018 Sixers. Like those that Sixers team was just that was, was the one. If they were ever gonna win a ring, that was the one. Yeah, because like like they just came together. Like that's the same team they've been they've been running like the past three years. They got Ben Simmons came back. They drafted Markel Fultz, but he was injured. But you know, the team just came together. That was the year that they got Jimmy Butler, right? No, no, that was the year. That was the year before. That was because they traded Robert Covington and Dario Sarge for. Oh, okay. Never, well, never mind then. Then that that was not the team that was going to win a ring. <laughs> I, know, I know, but right, they, the team would have never won. Okay, I'm fine. I'm fine with them gone. And then that was like, no, that was the year when uh, Marco Bellinelli. They thought he had three pointer. They came out with confetti. On the floor, yeah. It was a two-part. They're going to overtime and they lose. <laughs> bro, I would never forget about that because I, I, bro, my sister and my dad was at the game. I was watching the game at home with my mom, and my brother, and they started. My mom, and my brother started celebrating. I'm like, uh, you know, it's two-pointer, guys. And like, no, this is so. We won. Cafe on the floor. We won. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's a two-pointer. <laughs> <laughs> they come back. Uh, it was a two-pointer. <laughs> Game's going to overtime. Oh, man. And, like, you know, I mean, I'm a huge Sixers hater, you know. I don't really like the Sixers because, like, I can blame. You were the one in the room that's like, calm down, guys. It was a two-pointer. I, I, you can blame the whole – you can blame Downtown West for me hating the Sixers because, like, coming into school the next day, like, coming to school the next day as a Thunder fan – 
like knowing like like it was like my first like my every like when the thought was good with KD, everybody was calling me bandwagon even though I'm lit I was born in Oklahoma. So like, you know, I just never liked Sixers fans from the start in my eyes, because like <laughs> the fan base is just toxic in my eyes and <laughs> bro, I just never I just I just hate the Sixers fan base. Honestly, I can see that. Like the Philly fan base, I like the Eagles more than the Sixers because, like, they're not really as good, but like they're still loyal. But and all these Sixers bandwagons came out of nowhere. Like I used to like the Sixers too when it was bad, but when 2018 happened, like it came out of nowhere. Gets like, I'm like, where were guys like two years ago? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was wearing like a Cleveland Cavaliers jersey last year. Where's your Cleveland Cavaliers jersey? Like just all these like people like LeBron fans come in. Like my sister, for example, she used to be a LeBron fan. And out of nowhere, she started rooting for the Sixers. I'm like, I thought you liked the Cavs. Now you like the Sixers? Like, like last year you was rooting for LeBron against the Sixers. Now you're rooting for the Sixers against LeBron? Where's that happening? Like, she used to be a LeBron fan, used to be a Warriors fan, like, and then out of nowhere, like, people like those that gets on my nerves, like, and then... The thing about me is I never switched up. I was always a LeBron fan, you know? And then people come, and then people call me the bandwagon, like, bro, I've been liking this team since, like, all these teams since 2010, besides the Dodgers, because I didn't really care about baseball, so... You can call me the bandwagon for the Dodgers, because I only care about baseball, but... Yeah. Like, the Broncos, the Thunder... The Capitals, like I've been wa- liking this team, liking these teams since like 2010. So, yeah. Oh yeah, the Capitals beat the Flyers, by the way. Well, not get. Oh, but the thing you said about the toxic Philly fan base, like that's honestly so true. Like, think about the guys that we run. Like, we destroy guys, man. Like Marco Fultz coming in as a rookie, he doesn't perform right away. He, we destroy him. His confidence gone. Nelson Aguilar, he has a few drops. And, like, we forget how how good he was during the Super Bowl year and stuff. And, like, we run him out of town. Now we have a wide receiver crisis, so. Yeah. And I miss Nelson Aguilar, man, so much. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least you got Jalen Rieger and J.J. Whiteside as your two wide receivers right there. You know, so we're going to have to draft wide receiver again this year. Justin Jefferson, but, like, it's close enough, right? Like, imagine we have D.K., Jefferson and now Pitts this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you will not have to be worried about drafting a wide uh, a wide receiver because you guys can draft Kyle Pitts, but now you have to draft a wide receiver. They'll probably still draft Kyle Pitts. Like the reports are that Kyle Pitts is just really that good. Yeah, like watching Kyle Pitts, like he reminds me as a wide receiver. Like, he's a tight end, but only problem with him is you don't you're not sure about his blocking too. So because the tight end has to block. Yeah. Like those guys, like Gronk, they they do get down and dirty in the block, in the blocks. Yeah, he he's he's tight end size with wide receiver mobility. Like it's crazy and wide receiver hands. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but we're getting off traffic, off topic again. Yeah, we were talking about NBA, but I just I just wanted to mention that you know. So I so I'm ahead of the curve when I say that Kyle Pitts is going to be really good. Yeah, I agree with you right there, but uh, we was talking about oh yeah, PG Tucker got. I got a bio, so I feel like a contending team is going to pick him up. I feel like the Sixers should pick him up. That'd be a nice shooter. Yeah, cut. Mm-hmm. No, he got buyout. His contract got buyout. Okay, yeah, but still, he's not on the team. Yeah, 
yeah, that that would be a perfect signing for the Sixers. I would love that. Good shooter. Oh yeah, and I forgot to I forgot to put this in the agenda. I was going we was playing I was planning on doing a mid season award predictions right here for the fun like for the awards and stuff. So first thing first, MVP. Who's your MVP right now? I feel like we should do this another time and prepare for it, but MVP is pretty easy. I can give you my MVP. It's LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not his best year, he's still the best in the league right now. He deserved MVP all those other years too. So, like, just give it to him this year. There's nobody that compares. Yeah. I think LeBron's the GOAT, but I feel like Joel Embiid deserves this MVP. Dude, but now he's going to miss 10 games. And he's already missed some games. So, like, watch out now. Slippery slope coming here. Mm-hmm. Then you have people like Nikola Jokic, but like, like, honestly, I've only seen Nikola Jokic winning MVP over LeBron or or Joel. So I got he's a great year though. But the thing is, just like he's just like not in that market, you know. And then I got Joel, so Rookie of the Year, Lamelo Ball. He's putting together a good season. You know, Who do you got as rookie of the year? That'd be nice if, like, that'd be nice since he's starting all, but like, you know, off the bench, you know, still dropping like, still dropping like, thirteen, fourteen. You got quickly. Oh my gosh, I can read you like a book. Start him. Start him. No, maybe he's good in that role off the bench. Maybe that's comfortable for him. No, like, like Lou Williams, baby. He's throwing Alfred Payton over him. Like, I'll go talk about this later, but like. I mean, quickly, man, six in the year, uh, Jordan Clarkson, that's the only person I can think of right now. Yeah, let, let's do all those other awards when we can think about them. Just get to your, get to your next point. Well, I was ready to talk about most improved player, but okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that next time. We can actually think about the awards, and everyone can think about it, yeah. Not when Austin comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know. But the New York Knicks, you guys want to know why I think the New York Knicks are going to be a playoff contender, a serious contender. Okay, first thing first, you always want to talk about the X Factor right here, Emmanuel Quickly. If they start Emmanuel Quickly, you see how R.J. Barrett only have good games because he can still – he can slash in and he still kick it out. But he, if he kicks it out to a person like Alfred Payton – it's not, he's not going to shoot it because he can't shoot the ball. Emmanuel Quickly is right there, wide open, slash, right there. Okay, Emmanuel Quickly will be the X factor right there because they start Emmanuel Quickly over Alfred Payton. A lot of Knicks fans saying they don't like Alfred Payton. I don't know why Tom Thibodeau doesn't like rookies. He likes starting his veterans like for 50 minutes. But, like, Alfred Payton shows that he can play against the top levels. I don't know why. Oh, like – like let me let me pull some stats right here against the Thunder. Of, uh, against the Thunder, uh, Emmanuel quickly drops twenty-one points off the bench, playing thirty-three minutes because uh, because Alfred Pay was playing and they started freaking a killer. But I guess he got injured, only playing seven minutes. But he played thirty-three minutes, dropping twenty-one points. And due to him dropping twenty-one points, coming starting with uh, RJ Bear, the floor is more spaced out because you actually have more shooters on the team because when your point guard can't shoot the ball <coughs> sixers it helps your other players too like Randall, uh, Julius Randle dropping 26 points 12 assists and 12 boards uh RJ Bear dropping 32 points 
three assists and five rebounds. Because RJ Barrett is a slasher, okay? He's not no he's not no shooter. He can shoot the ball, but he's trying to look in the slash. So when he's trying to drive in, getting double team in the paint, he wants to pass out to someone. When the person's when when you always see Alfred Payton wide open, it's not gonna work out. That's why that's why RJ Barrett has to force and take the shot in the paint because Alfred Payton's not gonna make the wide open shot right there. I feel like Alfred they should start Emmanuel quickly over Alfred Payton. Peyton, because he can shoot the ball and he can play point guard too. I don't know why they got Derrick Rose and all. I help. I feel like Derrick Rose is going to help the team help Emmanuel quickly develop better because as a leadership role, like he could be a good mentor for Emmanuel quickly. But I feel like Emmanuel quickly, RJ Barrett, and Julius Randle can be, the, and when Mitchell Robinson comes back, can be the next big thing for the New York Knicks. They can bring the New York Knicks into playoff contentions for a while. And they're, think, and they're saying right there they want to re-sign Julius Randle and they don't want to trade him away. They also say they don't want to trade away R.J. Bear. They haven't said something about Mayo quickly, but it seemed like but it would seem like New York Knicks style to trade away Mayo quickly for the trade line for some sort of reason. Like That's what the New York Knicks always do. They just give up on young town too quickly. So they should not give up on Mayo quickly. See what I did there? Quickly, quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my thoughts on it. What's your thoughts about the New York Knicks? Well, they're not they're not ready to win yet, but uh, they are they're having a lot of fun. Those guys, so they're a lot of fun to watch. Uh, you know, and I think that's why a lot of people, you know, are kind of becoming like fans of them because you can see those players out there having fun, and they're like an underdog group. So I really like it. Yeah. And you see, you see this like this meme right here. How like in like 2014, 2015, like. I'm oh, sorry. How it's going? Yeah. Wait, I can't really see. It. It's kind of bright on the screen. Oh, like yeah. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Actually. Yeah. That's the thing about American sports. Like, at some point, in like a span of time, like your team will be good at a point because. It's five different Minnesota Timberwolves and the Sacramento Kings, but. Yeah, but usually there's just like this balance of competition, and every team's gonna be bad at some point. And every team's gonna be good at some point. Well, like the, the like the Cleveland Cat, the like Cleveland Browns, like they were bad for like twenty years, and they became good. Out of right? Yeah. Like the Cleveland Browns are later the New York Knicks for for football in my eyes, but I'm pretty sure. That's, oh, we're gonna talk about March Madness. Like you know, March Madness coming up soon. Probably the next podcast we have our brackets out already. So yeah, brackets come out. Well, selection the selection show is tomorrow at six, right? Or today? Today's Sunday. Yeah, today's today at six after the championship games. Mm-hmm. So Ohio State maybe a one, maybe a two. I mean, probably a two, maybe a one. You might see Oklahoma State as a three or two, like you know, if yeah. they allow us play because like we still have the band, but we appealed it so. And they don't make a decision by then, we can play. So, oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the ban. Like, but the Oklahoma State is showing a reason why they should play. That's why they've been playing so hard. Like, yo, we deserve to be in, the, in this tournament right here. Right. Just delay that ban until next season when Cade Cunningham's gone. Like, this is your one chance. It'd be so sad not to see him in the tournament. Like, if we can go to the Final Four, like, that'll be going crazy. We're all, like, I can see us be a – like, it's not going to be a Cinderella story since we're going to be ranked high, but – Still. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, seeing as a, a number two C, like, 
I don't think you. I don't think Oklahoma State can win it though. I mean, where's the, where's the big game wins though? Like that loss to Texas last night. At least you guys were in it. But like, I see Ohio State. Man, they ha- they just got that big win over Michigan. Like Michigan's one of those top teams that everybody's hyping up, but they just beat them. Um, and let's see if they can beat like I think it's Iowa or Illinois. Like Iowa and Illinois, those teams are those teams are number ones for sure. But um. Or at least one of them is. Um, then we'll see. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, Gonzaga and Baylor, the two, two top teams. I think those teams are going to get the most picks to win. I don't see Gonzaga doing it. I don't see Baylor doing it either. I would have to give you know, Oklahoma State, you know. It's like, bro, uh, you know what gets me more mad? Like, I feel like if we were to play Kansas – we were one, but you know, Kansas got the COVID incident, and then Texas got the free buy to play. Kansas out of the tournament now? Uh, I'm not sure. Like they're trying to make sure to try to make they try to get the team back in the tournament. Like they're trying to see if they can get the team playing the tournament. They might delay the tournament for a week so they can have everybody out there. Yeah, because you know it would be kind of unfair for Kansas to miss it. Such a I mean, a good team. But. I can't play in tournament because the same thing happened, but, like, they weren't really going to make it, too, so. Well, they not with a good performance in the Big 12 championship? Mm-hmm. Well, Duke is ACC, but. Yeah, I said Kansas. Oh, you were talking about Kansas, yeah. Oh, oh Kansas is going to make it, right? Yeah, Kansas is going to make it. Yeah, Duke, Duke is trash, like. I think they had a – they might have been even on the regular season. Yeah, they weren't going to make it. They had they had to win the tournament to make it. And then when they were when they recruit, the five-star recruit they got from this year, when they when he decided to leave, I'm like, bro, you're really going to decide to leave your team right before, like, the play, like the tournament, like, just because you're – you and your team are having a bad year this year, like, that's on you. Yeah, that's I, – I don't like that when players – you see it in football really often, like, they sit out the last bowl game. It's like – Dude, it's the last game you're going to play in your college career, man. Just go out there, dude. Like, you see, like, like, like that just gets me mad. Like, like, say, like, that's what happened with Chuba Hubbard this year. Like, he basically didn't really try this year at all. So, but I just think for March Madness, you know, it's that's the time of the I year. No, and then we're going back to school, too. The so, thing is, Manny, we're going back to school now. Watching March Madness in school is better than watching it at home. There's nothing better than watching March Madness on your laptop in school, like trying to hide it from your teacher. Like have one, like headphone in, like, like bro, ah, the the vibes of that. Cause like. Brackets coming out today. I'm going to pick all my upsets. I'm so ready. I'm doing research. Oklahoma State all the way. I'm always, I'm always out by the first round, you know. Ohio State all the way. See, the thing is with us, we don't pick the favorites, you know. And those guys who pick the favorites, they end up winning. But we have more fun, you know, because we pick the upsets. We pick, you know, we pick maybe a two or a three to win the championship. Not always the, not, not always the number one team in the country. Yeah. I know last year, if I were to do the bracket, I probably would, I was going to have either Kansas or Memphis winning it all. Or who? Memphis? Yeah. Their team was good last year, so. Before even before the oh oh you mean before James White oh wait no but James Wiseman went out they were good with James Wiseman man yeah were, it was still good without James Wiseman too so yeah but still but that's like the difference between winning a championship though 
I felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and then Kansas was was amazing last year too. So they yeah, had, they were really good. They had a chance of winning it, and that sucks because team like players like Cassius Stanley who've been there for four years. And he was like a five star recruit coming out of high school, but then he fell off. Yeah. No, he's like playing for the G League and the, for the Washington Wizards. So, such a weird like thing. How you can be like the number one recruit out of high school and then and like he was usually a point away from breaking a points record for like breaking the points record for Michigan State. Then the season got cut. Oh, not not Cassius Stanley, the other guy, Cassius Winston. Oh, Cassius Winston. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He. Oh, where does he play now? Wizards. Oh, yeah. Cassius Stanley is a two-way guy for who? Pacers. Yeah, okay. I didn't know he got drafted to the Pacers. That's the thing. Until I, thought I, I, I thought he got drafted by the Lakers. Yeah, I thought he got drafted to the Lakers. But then I saw dunk cut. I see him wearing a Pacers. Like, oh, he's he might have gotten cut. He might have gotten cut or traded or I don't even know. Trade on draft, draft night or something like that. Yeah. But... Let's not get off to- topic here. We're going to have a brackets out next with, when, hopefully, you know, with Yamo. I can't give away my bracket before the tournament starts because mine's winning, right? And everyone's going to copy me. So, mm-hmm. I'm not giving out my bracket before the tournament starts. But we have to make a group. We definitely have to make a group just for the podcast, just for bragging rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know Yamo. Yamo will go all chalk. He'll just go by the numbers, you know. He doesn't like to throw an upset in there. Yeah, he just generally watch college sports anyways, too, so. Right, college sports is better than, like, professional sports, dude. Like, they just play for the love of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, like most of these players, like, don't have a few. Yeah, yeah, this is the, the – 99% of these players this is the last stop in their careers, so they just play for the love of the game. Like, the ear going – the ear going to become, like, a teacher later on in their year, so, like, or teacher or – Or, like, or they're going to, like, sell cars or they're going to do, like, real estate. I don't know. Like, like, it's a small chance of them going to, like, overseas, too, or in the G League, too. So, like, you got to take this option. You got to take this momentum right – well, you got to take this chance right here. Oh. It's your one chance right here. Like, what's the yep. song goes? Like, oh, your one shiny moment, like, right there. So, yeah. And then – Even better, like, now that we're – you know, now that we got some teams. Like, I never had a team because my parents – my parents never went to – my parents went to college overseas, so I didn't, like, have a team. I just rooted for, like, the local team, Villanova. But, like, now I'm all in Ohio State. We're winning this thing. I haven't decided my college yet, but, you know. But you've always been an Oklahoma State fan, so you can just root for them. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got in there, so you can. Mm-hmm. Don't know yet. Don't know yet. But hopefully by next podcast, we can talk about this with our new name because this is the last podcast with the name of Don Testa Pod. And even though the new name hasn't even been decided yet, Manny. I know. Why don't you, why don't you work on that? I'm working on that right now, but last thing I've done, Tesla Pod, you know, we've been running this podcast since last year of June. You know, new guests been here for the longest here. So yeah, man. I just have fun doing it. It's just fun, man. Yeah, but hopefully we come back, rebrand the whole entire podcast name. A free brand whole time set up and then you know maybe get more than five views so <laughs> but before we get off make sure you guys like and subscribe turn the notification turn the notification so you'll be 
notified when our podcast comes up and comment like you know your hot takes and stuff if you're watching from uh, apple podcast make sure you get subscribe and get us five stars and share it to your friends and families go once Go on Spotify and follow us and share it to your friends and family. If you're watching us from TikTok or Instagram, follow us right there. Uh, uh, Anchor, you can give us a voice message so we can hear it. We can react to your hot takes. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's all we have for today. You know, you guys, you got anything? No, that's all for today. Okay. And then, you know, I got nothing else to say. So we'll see you guys later. Yep.